This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1025. Examiners love these public transport answers. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you'll hear sample part two and part three answers for IELTS speaking questions about public transportation. This is a common IELTS topic, so listen in for Band 9 Inspiration. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Aubrey, good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you on this lovely day? <laughs> I'm good. It's so sunny outside. I tell you, as soon as we finish, I am bursting out the front door with my dogs and going to run a few laps around the park. It's so nice outside. Oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I could run in the afternoon. I have to. I went running this morning, but at 7 a.m. because Oof. after like 8, 9, no, you don't want to be running outside. It's too hot. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe it's too hot already. It's like no, it's terrible. barely into spring, right? And it's, oh gosh, Arizona. Okay. So guys, we are going to um, give you some spontaneous sample answers today so you can hear how really, really native natives would answer these IELTS questions. Not planned, right? Like this is showing you that this it's possible to give great answers spontaneously. And also, of course, we are IELTS experts. And so part of our responses are showing you what IELTS needs you to do that might be different than real life, right? Because exactly. they're not exactly the same. So what topic are we going to talk about today? Yeah, we're talking about public transportation. We gave you guys some great vocabulary in the last episode yeah. for saying good and bad. And okay. this came up like that one question might be to describe a trip you've taken on public transport. So today I'm going to provide a part two answer for that. And then we're going to ask Jessica some related part three questions. Woohoo! Okay, I'm excited. Um, all right. So Remember, guys, this is a question that I have seen before on the exam. This is one of those questions and topics that just comes up all the time. It is recycled on IELTS all the time, guys. It's it's funny. You know, it really is one of those hot topics, as people say, that you should really practice talking about, guys. Public transport. IELTS loves it. Okay. So, Aubrey, are you ready? I am. Okay. I would like you to describe a trip you took on public transport. 
When we lived in New York City in 2008, we used tra public transport all the time. When we first moved there, we actually didn't have a car. So we used the bus, the subway to get around all the time. And it was really difficult because we had two very small children. We had a two-year-old and a new baby. And a giant stroller and the subway stations close to where we lived did not have elevators. They had these giant, really long staircases. So we would have to lift this stroller down the staircase. We finally had to get rid of it and buy a very compact foldable stroller that New Yorkers know this is what you have to have when you're hefting it up and down the stairs all the time. Um, because this is funny. We tried there were a couple subway stops that had elevators and we would try to use them and would try to cram it in there. And first of all, it was always packed full of people and it always smelled terrible, mm. which leads me to share one quick story. When I was on public transport once, I was so excited. There was an empty subway car. So we're waiting and we see an empty subway car. All of the rest of them are full. So we jump on me and my little kids Immediately, we realized this was a very regrettable decision because the doors closed behind us and we were lambasted with the strongest, most horrid smell. And we realized um, there was one person on the train who I think had been there for many days and um, it was his home, you know, and it was his restroom and, and you can't get off right away. You're trapped. You're there until the next stop. And my poor kids were just horrified. They hadn't ever experienced something like that. But also I felt so terrible for this person who didn't have other options. Whatever had led him in his life thank to be there you, was terrible. You. Oh, I could go Whoa. on and on forever. <laughs> that was so awesome. Guys, please listen to this answer a couple times, all right? Um, slow it down, right? Slow down the audio speed so you yeah, catch Yeah, I probably was talking word. really fast, sorry. <laughs> no, but it's not, it's not because of that. I mean, that. I guess that's a good point. People can understand more, but... But also, guys, I don't want you to miss any of that amazing vocabulary. As a side note, I think in a teacher, guys, if you're looking for an IELTS teacher, right, you don't want just someone who maybe knows about IELTS. Like, that's the first priority. But you also want someone who can express themselves as amazingly as Aubrey, okay? These adjectives Aww. are incredible. Let me tell you a couple that I wrote down. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> First of all, guys, you used the uh, one of the adjectives from the last episode yesterday. Regrettable decision. Love it. Also, horrid as like really terrible, right? Um, and here is a very fun verb. Lambaste or lambast. You said lamba lambasted. Yeah, I say lambasted, which yeah. is interesting because this verb actually means... Um, like to criticize someone harshly. So often you talk about a verbal lambasting, but you can also use it for smells or for anything else yeah. that's sort of thrown at you in, exactly. a, in a negative way. I love that word. And just to like completely cover you, right? Yes. Um, that's like if you're just like verbally, right? Then it's like, I lambasted that person. It means like, I covered that person with negative words. Right. <laughs> so it really is just like to cover something negatively. Anyway, total band nine word. 
Amazing, amazing. But guys, one thing I want you to go back and notice about Aubrey's answer there is how much great vocabulary came up because of the specific details she was providing. Now, if Aubrey just stayed general and was like, we had a big stroller and it made it difficult, (laughs) then that's not fun vocab and it doesn't really go anywhere, right? But because she dove into details, we heard... um, Let's see, compact, foldable stroller. You try to cram it in there, right? This giant stroller into small places. So guys, just by describing specific memories with this specific object, um, I heard, and you heard, so much great vocab. Okay, so good. Um, All right, I'm going to do my best to answer a couple part three questions. All right, I'm ready. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Awesome. Okay, Jessica, how do people get around in your city? Oh, gosh. I am from such a unique place. Um, You know, there's this show called Portlandia, and I promise I'm going to directly answer the question, but this is a great introduction. Portlandia depicts mm, millennials and older who live in Portland that are such stereotypes. So there's this one stereotype on there that... um, It's played by Fred Armisen, and he's like a real bicycle rights nut. And those people seriously exist in Portland. So that's my point. People love getting around by bike, and some people love it so much they get like militant. They will yell at cars and at pedestrians if anyone at all gets in the way of their bicycle. Even as a pedestrian, I'm walking. I'm being environmentally friendly. Zero carbon footprint. This militant bicycle person will yell at me if I accidentally step in the bike lane. So, bicycle, long story short, that is a very common transport. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Well, actually, I'm going to give you feedback on that one first before we move on to the next one. Because it's, yeah, we want to know right well. So, first of all, that is an amazing adjective to use militant, right? If someone's very serious and strict about something. Yeah. So, militant meaning like someone in the military would speak, right? What a great adjective. Band nine adjective to describe someone. I've never heard a student use that word. So, you guys listening, use it. It's (laughs) so good. Anytime you're describing someone who's like aggressively um, expressing opinions, right? Or aggressively sticking to an ideal, especially an extreme ideal. Then you're like, uh, don't get all militant about your vegan food. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. And we've shared this strategy in the past, but you guys definitely listen to this answer again to see it in use, to go off on a tangent, but then use that great phrase to say, long story short, bring it back and maybe summarize to make sure the examiner is aware, like, I have directly answered this question in spite of my ramblings. (laughs) Yeah, you know, um, students often ask, like, what happens to my score if I go off topic? Um, The answer is it can make your score go up. If you do it the right Right. way, right? Just be honest. Be like, listen, I realize (laughs) that this doesn't seem connected, but I promise I'm going to bring it back. And then just talk about whatever you want to. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Natives go on tangents all the time yeah. and it makes it more interesting, more dynamic, brings out that great detail. So yes, but then use these phrases, like you said before, to say, I promise I'm going to directly answer the question, but this is so related. And yeah. then at the end, you could say, long story short, you know, people in my city use all kinds of and just like directly summarize, right? I love it. I love it. Um, okay. I think we got time for one more. One more. Yes. Okay. okay. Ready? Has public transportation changed since your parents were young? Oh, for sure. Um, I, in fact, so I'm just going to take the city I live in currently because, you know, being an American, we are very much a nomadic these days and uh, very few people live in the same city as their parents grew up in or that they themselves grew up in. So (laughs) to make it easier, I'll just focus on the city I'm in now, Portland. My mom actually lived here with my two uh, old, much older brothers when they were little, way before I was even a thought in her mind. Um, And there was like zero public transport. I mean, there have always been city buses, which... Mm, were more unreliable. They didn't go to as many places. So possessing a vehicle was uh, necessary, right? If you were going to have a life, (laughs) especially with two young kids that you need to get around. Um, These days, however... There are, um, our public train system is called the MAX, and the MAX goes a lot of places in Portland with more lines to open up in the next two years. Um, and buses as well are super reliable now. In fact, this reminds me actually just recently, not too long ago, when we had like that huge snowstorm in Portland. Um, public transport was the only way people could get to work if they didn't possess, you know, a sturdy SUV with snow tires. So um, not only has it expanded uh, hugely as compared to when my parents were young, but also um, it is um, necessary to keep our city moving, um, especially when weather gets bad. Excellent. Ooh, great answer. I want you guys to notice the length of the answer because I've had a couple students lately tell me that teachers told them that their um, part one or part three answers are too long, that it should only be one sentence, maybe two. And that's not accurate. Like a minute is a great answer. And if the examiner needs to cut you off and move on to the next question, that's fine. That just shows how fluent you are. You could have talked forever. Don't let that throw you off talk, right? You can end up, but yeah, it doesn't at least two to three sentences. But when we're saying at least, we're not saying only two to three sentences, right? That's the minimum. That's a good point. Think about it, guys. Um, It's it's called a speaking test, right? So so you have to speak. (laughs) Anytime I hear students get, you know, just terrible advice from maybe some forums out there, right, with like anonymous people posting, um, saying like, you can't talk too much, your score will go down. That is a bunkum. Uh, That's an old (laughs) school word. I've Um, never heard that word. (laughs) That just mean like BS. Yeah, guys, it's a speaking test. At the end of the day, the examiner just needs to hear you speak English. And you're getting advice that tells you to not speak. Well, 
There you go. That is not going to help you. So anyway, definitely, guys, listen to today's episode a couple times. There is so much you can learn from our model answers today. And remember, guys, you can get some free resources that we as IELTS experts made just for you at your level. We designed three different kinds of resources, guys, depending on what your estimated band score is. So take our quiz, get your estimated IELTS band score for free, and then we will send Send you free resources. So go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. Yes, you guys, Jessica put a lot of work into that and 14 years of experience. So what have you got to lose? Free resource that you need. So go to allersenglish.com slash my score. And thanks for doing that, Jessica. Thanks for making those resources for our students. Oh, you, wow. I don't know if I've been thanked. I, you I don't are think you very have. welcome. It was, <laughs> it was high time. <laughs> I love it. Oh, gosh, I feel so good. Okay, let's end on a high note. <laughs> anyway, Aubrey, have a wonderful rest of the week and I will see you uh, next Monday. Yep. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.